The topics and opinions expressed on the following show are solely those of the host and their guests and not those of W4CS Radio, its employees, or affiliates. W4CS makes no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening to the Cancer Support Network on W4CS.com. Any health-related information on the following show provides general information only. Content presented on any show by any host or guest should not be substituted for a doctor's advice. Always consult your physician before beginning any new diet, exercise, or treatment program. Welcome to Five to Thrive Live. I am Carolyn Gazella, and my co-host and good friend, Dr. Lise Allshuler, happens to be in Australia, where she is doing a three-week speaking engagement educating doctors about integrative oncology. Now, that is pretty cool. But don't worry, I have an amazing guest tonight to, uh, to discuss a very important topic. But first, a few reminders. Last week, I was joined by Dr. Danielle Citrolo, and our topic was antioxidants. We talked about how you can get antioxidants from foods and supplements, and it's an important topic because our immune system needs to be shored up during this time of year. Uh, don't worry if you missed that show or any of our shows, actually, because all of our shows are on I heart radio just go to iheart.com type in five to thrive live and you will find that show as well as our past shows in addition to iheart radio you can also find our past shows on our website which is ithriveplan.com that's ithriveplan.com we also want to thank the sponsors of our show who are cetria glutathione cognizant citicoline and of course the ithrive plan we appreciate our sponsors very much Tonight, we are going to be talking about diabetes, which is so important because today is World Diabetes Day. We're shining a light on this important topic. Um, We have a very, very packed show. I know this guest, and she is very thorough. Uh, She's the perfect expert to be talking about diabetes. My guest is Dr. Mona Morstein, who is a naturopathic physician with a medical practice focused specifically on integrative diabetes treatment. Her clinic, Arizona Integrative Medical Solutions, is located in Tempe. Dr. Morstein is also the founder and executive director of the Low Carb Diabetes Association, which we'll be talking about that tonight. She is a member of the Arizona Diabetes Coalition and the author of her new book, which we are very excited about, Master Your Diabetes. Dr. Morstein, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Carolyn, for having me here. Well, let's just start with this diabetes epidemic that we seem to be experiencing. How, how big of a problem is this? It's a pretty big problem, and it's growing. We haven't gotten it under control. I mean, we're looking at around 29 or 30 million people with diabetes right now and 87 to 89 million pre-diabetic patients. And if we add that all up, right now it's about one out of every three people in the United States has either pre-diabetes or diabetes. We know in seniors, one out of every four senior over 65 has diabetes. 
We know that type 2 is increasing, but also type 1, that autoimmune type, is also increasing in people. And worldwide, it's just as bad. We have over 300 million people with diabetes worldwide. And it's literally an epidemic, and it's it's truly a health crisis. Yeah, I would agree. And I love the fact that your your book focuses on both type 1 and type 2 diabetes. And the fact that you have devoted your medical practice to diabetes treatment and prevention. Now, how did that come about? When did you want to really focus on diabetes in your practice? Well, you know what? I'm just going to put myself out there, be a little vulnerable, but... I became, when I went to medical school in the 1980s, you know, diabetes wasn't what it is today. And I honestly didn't see a person with diabetes in medical school. And when I saw my first one early in my practice, I really did not diagnose it correctly. And that's when you think you're a pretty smart person and you want to be a great doc and you know you have a, a really kind of a charter to care for people and 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 understand the conditions that they walk in with when I did not get that correct uh, it was a huge confidence destroyer and I realized that for me to continue practicing medicine I needed to make sure that that never ever ever happened again and as a result I really dove into diabetes and uh, focused on it and worked with other uh, Dr. Bernstein of Dr. Bernstein's Diabetes Solution and and just made it uh, kind of my mission uh, to become so good at it, I would never make that kind of mistake again. Well, I appreciate your honesty. And, and before we really dig in to tonight's topic, is it even possible to reverse type 2 diabetes and, and get people off of their medications? Yeah, I mean, what we can do with type 2, I'm not going to say, you know, we can't say we can cure it. Curing type 2 diabetes means that a person could go back, you know, to having baked potatoes and pizza or whatever and not have a blood sugar problem. So that doesn't happen. But what we can do, yes, is we can put it in remission, say. We can reverse it so that when they continue to follow a, a comprehensive integrative protocol, their blood sugars, they can lose the weight, they can become healthy, their blood sugars can look like a person who does not have diabetes, and they very well may not need medications anymore. So this we have the capacity to do. Yes, absolutely. Right, and that's what we're going to focus on for the rest of the show, because you use a very comprehensive, integrative approach to help people get off their medications and put them into re- remission. So it's, it's, it's very practical and it's very important. So um, we're going to really dig in uh, after this next break. So if you know of somebody who is struggling with diabetes or prediabetes, go find them during the break and let them know that they should be listening to this show because we're going to cover a lot. Um, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Attention all cancer survivors, are you ready to thrive? Hello, I'm Dr. Lee Sauschuler. And I'm Carolyn Gazella, and we are the creators of the new iThrive Cancer Survivor Online Wellness Plan. 
iThrive creates an individualized wellness plan specifically based on your health needs. We focus on five key areas to improve your health. Diet, movement, environment, rejuvenation, and spirit. After completing a short survey, an individualized iThrive plan will be created just for you. Your plan will contain recommended, interactive, interesting, and innovative action steps in these five key areas of lifestyle. The iThrive plan will help you to recover from cancer treatment, reduce your risk of recurrence, and to achieve optimal wellness. In other words, it will help you thrive. For more information about the iThrive plan, visit www.ithriveplan.com. That's ithriveplan.com. Check it out today and receive a special time-limited offer. Visit www.ithriveplan.com today. It's time to thrive, everyone. We are constantly being bombarded by toxins in the air we breathe, water we drink, and even the foods we eat. So what's the answer? Glutathione. It's inside every cell in your body and protects you from the damage of oxidative stress and toxins. There's a special patented form of glutathione that is superior called Cetria. Cetria is pure, vegetarian, and allergen-free. Help replenish your body's reserves of this very important nutrient, detoxified in a natural way. Visit cetriaglutathione.com. That's cetriaglutathione.com. I am Carolyn Gazella. I'm here with Dr. Mona Morstein, and we're talking about diabetes. Now, um, Dr. Morstein, before the break, you mentioned type 1 and type 2 diabetes, and your book covers both of them. Give us a, a brief description of the two and what makes them different, type 1 and type 2 diabetes. Sure. Uh, type 1 diabetes is, is generally uh, seen in kids, but we can see it in adults, too. Uh, in uh, what's called uh, latent autoimmune diabetes of the adult. And these are autoimmune conditions where a person's own body starts attacking some aspect of the pancreatic beta cell, which is the cell that produces and secretes insulin into the body. And because of that damage from one's own white blood cells, the pancreas can no longer properly produce and secrete insulin. And so these people in general will need to be on insulin for the rest of their lives to help, you know, regulate their glucose since they're not making it. Now with the adult lot of patients, that happens a lot slower in some patients and they may not need to be on insulin for a little bit or just a little bit of insulin for a while. Uh, so it can be a little different than what we see with the kids where it comes on kind of like a tornado. Mm. Um, now with, that's about five to 10% of diabetic patients. Uh, the type two, which is most diabetic patients is due to insulin resistance. 
And so insulin resistance generally means that the pancreas is fully able to make insulin, but the cells that respond to it, the muscle cells and fat cells and liver cells, they just stop listening to insulin and refuse to take glucose in to their cells anymore. And so the levels rise in the blood, in the serum, and that's what we measure. When it reaches a certain level, we say you have diabetes. And the reason this insulin resistance develops in most people is, well, that's what we're going to be talking about. Uh, There's many reasons people can become insulin resistant. Uh, And so the the eight essentials we'll be talking about touches upon those, but a lot, that's where we're going with the type 2 people. Got it. Well, and I do want to talk about the 8 Essentials Plan. So that's featured in your book, Master Your Diabetes. So take us through the 8 Essentials that uh, you talk about in your book. Well, um, we have this also at the Low Carb Diabetes Association, which which I founded. And, of course, I naturally put it in my book. It's how I've been practicing for many years. When we're looking at etiological factors for insulin resistance, they are pretty wide and varied. Uh, so the eight essentials are key aspects of treatment that almost all diabetic patients should be investigated for and treated for if any of them are shown to be a weakness in their life. We start with a low-carb, whole-foods diet, and of course, eating too much, eating badly, eating sugars and too much saturated fat and not getting enough nutrients from your food, all of these can help produce insulin resistance. Also, the another eight essential is exercise. And the lack of exercise, the lack of, you know, the muscles are the number one area in our body where we burn glucose. And if you're not using them and you're not burning them, that glucose, it can build up much more in your blood and turn into that diabetic number. We also look at an essential of sleep because poor sleep, particularly with sleep apnea, is definitely a huge risk factor for having your appetite spin out of control, for craving carbs, for having hormone dysregulation, gaining weight, and becoming uh, insulin resistant. The fourth essential is stress. What's interesting about stress is that stress and elevated cortisol can raise the blood sugar. But on the other hand, being a person with diabetes can also be very stressful. And so we can need to make sure that we're managing stress in people's lives and helping them not see events as stressful and also helping teach them how to uh, engage in activities that can reduce their perception of stress and the effects it might have on their body and their glucose. Uh, uh, we also have as a essential healing the gut and the microbiome. And, and you know, you, there's lectures and lectures we can do on how gut dysbiosis imbalance in the, in the bacteria, uh, um, uh, 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 pro-inflammatory chemicals from the gut actually get into the body and can cause insulin resistance. So given all the affronts 
that our intestinal tract suffer as a result of living in a Western society, that's something we have to heal oftentimes. The sixth essential is environmental detoxification. I know that's a particular, um, uh, you know, favorite topic uh, for you and Lise, um, mm-hmm. because it's really a huge problem worldwide. And environmental toxins or persistent organic pollutants literally have been scientifically shown to cause obesity, cause insulin resistance. The World Health Organization says lead and arsenic cause type 2 diabetes. So investigating patients and their exposure to environmental toxins, teaching them how to detox, very important. Uh, The seventh essential is supplementation, uh, very vital to give the appropriate supplements to patients with diabetes. And the last essential is medication. And uh, obviously, people with type 1 diabetes need to be on insulin. And and there are times when, for various reasons, some type 2 patients may need to be uh, on medications. Um, But we do have it listed as the last Uh, Since we are treating mostly type 2 patients, and ideally, if we do all the other essentials and they're compliant, there's a good chance that the medications may not be needed to go on or we may be able to remove them. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So our listeners can see right away what, what I was talking about when it comes to your comprehensive, integrative approach, because you're covering it all with this eight essentials. And I want to touch on several of them. But before I dig into diet, you know, I'm often told by people who've been diagnosed with uh diabetes that they don't actually get a lot of dietary counseling from their doctors and and they don't think to um, get professional help when it comes to their diet. Why do you think that is? And is that what you're finding with, with people as well? Well, it's interesting, but my last patient before just now our little interview was a newly diagnosed type 1 patient. She was just diagnosed three weeks ago, and she went, after she got out of the hospital, she went to her endocrinologist that they assigned her, and she got like a two-page diet handout, which is straight from the American Diabetes Association, telling her to have 45 to 60 grams of carbs with each meal to eat, you know, that she can eat potatoes and bread and spaghetti just you know not all the time and you know the and working off so even though she got this one little handout it's useless there's many patients I have who have not gotten any nutritional advice but the problem is is if they do it's not uncommon that registered dietitians or other uh, standard nutritional clinicians will do the diet that is done by the American Diabetes Association, which is not a very good diet mm-hmm. for people with diabetes in, in from an integrative approach. I mean, look at it this way, Carolyn. If we say, what's a one-sentence definition of diabetes? That would be that this individual has lost the metabolic capacity to process carbohydrates. And so giving a diet super high in carbohydrates and low in fat is a diet the ADA created back in the 70s. And which now we understand is is not only unhelpful, but also dangerous to people with diabetes. 
Yeah, it's it's such a good point. And now I know that you do promote a low carb diet, high fiber, high fiber, whole grains. Um, you know what what can somebody eat when they're on a, a low carb diet? Tell take us through what what does that low carb diet look like that you recommend to your patients. So a big thing in working with any patient, but particularly people with diabetes, since that's the topic, is spending as little time on what they can't eat and spending as much time on what they can and giving them ideas and websites and recipes so they can learn to eat in a slightly different way, but that's enjoyable and tasty. The main foods that we are pulling out of a low-carb diet is grains. And by grains, we do mean breads and rice and oatmeal and noodles, you know, all of those. We also pull out some of the very, very starchy vegetables, such as potatoes and sweet potatoes and yams. Uh, You know, we also remove beans uh, because uh, those are high in fiber, but we'll generally raise blood sugar in most patients with diabetes. And so these are the, you know, three key aspects of removal that we do with people on a low carb diet. But what we're adding in, you know, is, 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 is really terrific. Of course, the other thing is by grains, of course, I also meant to add, you can't have any refined sugar as well, right? Any sugary mm-hmm refined sugar. I, you know, sometimes that just is so obvious to me, I forget to bring it up, but obviously eating sugary food, sugary drinks, you know, they can't do that. And although they can have alcohol, unless they have a condition called fatty liver, we do pull out almost all beers, uh, except the very low carb ones. Got it. So when on our show and with the I Thrive Plan, we focus a lot on a whole foods, unprocessed, Mediterranean-style diet that has lots of vegetables and fruits and nuts. And is that a good diet for um, the person with diabetes? Actually, that Mediterranean-type diet has been shown to be preventive of people who have prediabetes in becoming diabetic, uh, so uh, a diabetic patient. So it has its benefits there. The problem is with a Mediterranean diet, of course, grains are allowed, beans are allowed. Look, mm-hmm. to me, I agree with you. If you're asking me what is innately the most healthy diet a person can eat, I would say a whole foods omnivore Mediterranean type diet. But if you've already crossed the line into diabetes, that diet will cause a few problems. Okay. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Um, Anything more on diet before I switch gears on you? Do you want to uh, talk about, um, you know, veganism or anything else? Well, um, I do want to talk about that. What do you know, if we're pulling out, there's a few things. One is because we're pulling out grains, I do think it's very important, and this is under supplements, that, you know, we do need to add fiber powder back in. Uh, Vegetables are great, and they can have fiber, of course, but there's something about grain, fiber, bran, that the microbiome loves. And so that has to be replaced when we're taking the grains out. The other thing is to remember that, yeah, they can't have 
grains, but they can have low, they can have breads and muffins and pancakes made from nut flours, coconut flours, uh, egg, you know, egg um, creations from like oopsie breads, cauliflower. So they're, you know, they could have pancakes for breakfast and, and bread for lunch and a muffin for supper, not made from a wheat grain, but maybe made from almond flour or coconut or pecan or macadamia nut flour. So we've got, this is what we're talking about of introducing people to how to eat a diet they're familiar with, but in ways that won't affect their blood sugars. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So one last diet question. What's, what is your philosophy on fruit when it comes to a person who has uh, type 1 or type 2 uh, diabetes? Well, I mean, you know, I'm sure you're not talking about these fruits, but of course, avocados and tomatoes, olives generally tend to be okay. Uh, uh, But, you know, if you're talking fruit fruits, uh, you know, if a person, um, if they're going to eat some fruit or, you know, the thing is, can I eat fruit, doctor? Well, you know, eat it at lunch and see what happens to your blood sugar. We can always measure blood sugar to know if this food works for you or not. If we're going to have a fruit fruit, we should have it at lunch because we have this dawn phenomenon in the morning where our blood sugars tend to be higher. And when we eat it at dinner, sometimes it can, you know, uh, at, during the night, it might raise the blood sugar. So during at lunch, we still might be active and walking around, you know, and, and so we might burn it off easier. And we would want to limit it to berries, which have the highest antioxidants and the lowest grams of carbs per serving of fruit. Perfect. Okay, good. That makes a lot of sense. Now, before we go to the break, you mentioned exercise as the number two essential. What type of exercise and how do you counsel your patients when it comes to exercise uh, when they have type uh, one or type two diabetes? Well, we certainly want them to exercise and generally patients want to do everything else but exercise. (laughs) So, um, you know, so a lot of it is, you know, I go, I have a lot of handouts. I obviously I'm a huge component of motivation support. And I think that starts with just education. So we go over handouts on what exercise does and the different kinds of exercise such as cardio and aerobic or resistance and weights and even balance flexibility agility these are all like a yoga or tai chi or or a different kind of um um, uh, postures and so forth, they're all important to a healthy body. And I think, you know, I set up these action plans with patients where we just start talking and set up reasonable goals for them. It's for a person who hasn't ever exercised, hasn't had a regular regimen to say, oh, you know, go exercise an hour and a half a day, six days a week. You know, that's, um, they may be committed to do that, but they may not. So starting to get them in good shoes and maybe orthotics and, and get them just moving and get them signed up to a gym and so forth and working with them step by step uh, can be a very positive way that they start doing it and seeing the benefits and incorporating it more into their lives. Yeah, just get people moving. That is yes. definitely our advice as well. So, okay, well, it is time for our final break. So when we come back, we still have a lot to cover. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Oh, 
Attention all cancer survivors, are you ready to thrive? Hello, I'm Dr. Lisa Schuler, And I'm Carolyn Gazella, and we are the creators of the new iThrive Cancer Survivor Online Wellness Plan. iThrive creates an individualized wellness plan specifically based on your health needs. We focus on five key areas to improve your health. Diet, movement, environment, rejuvenation, and spirit. After completing a short survey, an individualized iThrive plan will be created just for you. Your plan will contain recommended, interactive, interesting, and innovative action steps in these five key areas of lifestyle. The iThrive plan will help you to recover from cancer treatment, reduce your risk of recurrence, and to achieve optimal wellness. In other words, it will help you thrive. For more information about the iThrive plan, visit www.ithriveplan.com. That's ithriveplan.com. Check it out today and receive a special time-limited offer. Visit www.ithriveplan.com today. It's time to thrive, everyone. Are you interested in boosting your brain power? So am I. This is Carolyn Gazella, co-host of 5 to Thrive Live, and I'm here to tell you about a supplement that I take. The human brain needs a lot of nutrition to stay focused throughout the day. Citicoline naturally enhances energy-producing centers within the brain. Cognizant delivers a clinically tested, patented form of citicoline that supplies your brain with the energy it needs to stay sharp. Look for Cognizant on the label, or for more information, visit Cognizant.com. That's Cognizant.com. Thrive Live. I am Carolyn Gazella, and I'm joined by my guest, Dr. Mona Morstein, and we're talking about diabetes. Now, before the break, Dr. Morstein, you were talking about exercise and the importance of exercise. What are some practical ways that people can just get moving more? What what practical advice do you give your, your patients when it comes to specifically uh, moving more? Well, you know, Dr. Levine from Mayo uh, has formulated NEAT, N-E-A-T, non-exercise activity thermogenesis, which basically means just talking on the phone, standing up and pacing, you'll burn more calories than sitting down and talking on the phone or having a standing desk or even better, a treadmill desk or, you know, doing the old parking your car at the end of the parking lot anything, or just watching TV, standing up and just little pacing. Anything a person can do to not sit down, whether you're just doing laundry or the dishes, what, you know, whether you mop or whatever, anything so that you're not sitting down will burn more calories and just get you used to the idea that we don't go from chair to chair to chair to sofa all day long. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we now know with the research specific to oncology that uh, being sedentary is the new smoking when it comes to cancer risk. So Actually, it was uh, Dr. That, Levine who actually said that. Oh, really? There you go. So, yeah, we, we, we say it all the time. 
time on the yeah. show. Um, so that's that's perfect. So I would like to talk about environmental detoxification because you're absolutely correct. Lisa and I devote a lot of time to this. It's one of our key tenants. We have the five constructs in the iThrive plan, and it's one of the five that we focus on. So how are some simple ways that you help your patients detoxify from um, environmental exposure to chemicals, and, and why is that important? Right. Well, obviously, one of the first things to do is to educate them that they're surrounded by them, you know, and that they're important. And that when they say, you you know, is it really that bad if the exterminator sprays in my house? And you're like, yes, it is. So when we're trying to detox, uh, obviously, as I was taught, first off by Dr. Crinian, you know, Walter Crinian, uh, expert in environmental detoxification years ago, is first avoid exposure. So I have low, I do have handouts, uh, you know, teaching them about uh, the toxins and where they're found in their home and maybe in their office, but certainly avoiding like no fragrances ever in anything. And I just read a good, I, you know, idea where um, uh, um, dryer sheets, you know, you can roll up uh, aluminum foil and throw it in your dryer, and it acts like a dryer sheet. It takes away all of the static cling. Without, That's awesome. It's awesome. So yeah. no fragrances, no nothing you plug into your home, no fragrances in your trash bags, and avoid plastics. And so this is talking to people, you know, not cooking in plastic, don't store your food in plastic, don't have your water bottle in plastic. If it's in plastic, don't keep it in your car, but don't have, you know, and, but don't have it in plastic. And then teaching them to get the green products. If they're going to, you know, paint their house or get flooring, make it green, take your shoes off, get HEPA filters, get water filters. I have that we here in Phoenix area, um, we have a company that is truly an organic exterminator using peppermint essential oil and, you know, not um, chemicals like, you know, as you know, chrysanthemum, right, which is a chemical, it's pyrethrin. So um, I hook them up with those because we have a very buggy environment here in um, the ants are amazing here. They're crazy. Um, so, and the other, and so this is first we remove my big thing in is also, uh, is getting, making sure they're pooping every day, as we say in medicine, defecation, making sure their kidneys and their urination is good, making sure, you know, looking at their liver, maybe supporting that, but then sweating. I am a huge sweating advocate. I want them to dress so that whenever they work out, they're soaked, and I want sauna exposure. And one of the reasons this is so important is that, as you know, toxins, many of them, most of them, are stored in fat cells. And we know these toxins can cause insulin resistance, and so we start seeing people lose weight. But then all of a sudden, they're losing weight, their fat cells release these toxins into their blood, and now it goes to the cells, makes them insulin resistant, so they stop losing weight. And weight loss plateau is very frustrating for patients. And so when I start having them lose weight, right away, we're having to get them detoxing so we can keep that weight loss consistent, slow, and successful with them while we're getting these nasty chemicals 
And um, also heavy metals, they all come out through the sweat, getting them out of their body and preventing other diseases like cancer. Yeah, and you know, I have not uh, thought about the connection between environmental toxins and that weight loss plateau. So so that's really brilliant. And we all know that uh, it's incredibly important for somebody diagnosed with uh, diabetes to maintain normal body weight, that obesity is, is very, very dangerous uh, when it comes to um, diabetes. So I'd like to switch gears and I'd like to talk about dietary supplements. So uh-huh. what is, what's your philosophy about dietary supplements? And, and do you feel that they can benefit uh, people who have been diagnosed with diabetes? I mean, I can say without hyperbole, absolutely, they totally benefit people with diabetes. Uh, you have to be, I feel, on some supplementation. Supplements do amazing things synergistically. Now, you can't just eat McDonald's and French fries and, uh, you know, a sugary soda pop and, you know, take cinnamon and say, oh, I'm covering my diabetes. No. Supplements are just what they're called. They supplement comprehensive integrative protocols they aren't the protocol they supplement them and they Mm -hmm. can do many things for people with diabetes they can help reduce carbohydrate cravings they can help with insulin regulation making it work better they can help with glucose regulation many people with diabetes have nutrient deficiencies and we can replace those so that their cells work better there are nutrients for example that need to be at the cell to have insulin work well and diabetic patients have been shown to be low in those we need to you know maximize um, the cell functioning the mitochondria burning energy we can help prevent and help reverse diabetic complications with supplements and we can also be supporting the mood our supplements can help reduce risk of depression of feeling stressed of anxiety Uh, they have so many valuable they can help lower blood pressure they you know help reduce cardiovascular risk they're great antioxidants they're they they just have so many benefits in everybody but certainly here as is the topic in people with diabetes yeah we would agree with that philosophy as well when it comes to dietary supplements so what are your most favorite supplements when it comes to helping uh your diabetic patients well, uh, my the you know the basic little grouping is an excellent multiple vitamin, uh, you know six a day. No, I haven't found any good one a days, but a good multiple vitamin mineral product, fish oil, and a fairly aggressive dose of the EPA and DA, at least a thousand milligrams of EPA, at least seven fifty of DHA. Uh, you know, if not more, depending on the patient, I do give, as I said, fiber powder. I have, look, I mean, I don't know if you mind me saying this, but I have uh, a diabetic product called Diamend produced by uh, Priority One Supplements. And the reason I produced this is because it's nice to have one product with therapeutic dosing of the leading products for diabetes, such as Gymnema Sylvester, an herb 
that can really reduce carb cravings uh, and also may help regenerate some pancreatic beta cells. And the berberine, which was shown to be equal to metformin in medical studies, and alpha-lipoic acid and benfotiamine, which I don't know how to pronounce, but let's just say it that way, two of the main antioxidants with loads of studies showing protection against eye disease, against kidney disease, against nerve disease. Uh, curcumin, which is a great anti-inflammatory that lowers the chemical that is one of the main reasons people develop insulin resistance, as well as its protections against Alzheimer's and protecting the liver, uh, bilberry, green tea extract, just just a gra- that is in therapeutic, you know, dosing, as well as a little extra chromium, vanadium, uh, and zinc uh, minerals that most diabetic patients should get a little extra of. On, on, Go ahead. I would just say last, on top of that, whatever else they may need. Many patients are low in vitamin D3. We may need to give them that or whatever else might be individual to each patient. Now, is the Diamend, is that only available through healthcare professionals? It's supposed to be only available through healthcare professionals. I don't know what's available online, but yes, it is sold to professionals to dose appropriately to their patients. Got it. Okay, that sounds great. Um, Now, you've mentioned some complications, and um, this actually becomes kind of a challenging issue with uh, people diagnosed with diabetes because they not only have to worry about the diabetes, they have to worry about complications associated with the diabetes. What are some of those complications, and does your integrative treatment approach address uh, those, those key complications? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, the, look, most of the complications are due to the elevated glucose. What's scary is that an A1C over 5.5 has been shown to start causing damage to the body, and we don't even call people in di- pre-diabetic until 5.7, and they're not even a diabetic until an A1C of 6.5. So this is why when people are finally diagnosed with type 2 diabetes, they've probably been a pre-diabetic for years and they start off already with some nerve disease. You know, they start off already maybe with some eye disease. And we get these, the eye, the nerves, the kidneys, and the lining of the blood vessels are the four areas where we get diabetic complications mostly because those cells can't keep glucose out of them. When your cell is insulin resistant, it'll say, I'm not taking glucose in. But these cells, because they're so involved with survival of the species, being able to see the kidney and detoxing, your nerves, that they didn't develop that. They Whatever the glucose is in the serum, it's in these cells. And if it's 300, it's going to cause oxidative damage. And so, uh, we definitely, I have had patients at the back of my book, I have some case studies there. We have people who have had neuropathy, couldn't feel their legs walking in the door. And in two months, they can feel their legs. We've had reversal of kidneys, stabilization of eye uh, disease. It's, it's, it, it can be done. It's very exciting to not just prevent it by having lower blood sugars, by doing a comprehensive integrative protocol, but also of helping to reverse complications when the patient uh, presents already having experienced some of them. 
Yeah, that is very exciting. Um, now, I want to stay on the uh, topic of dietary supplements because you mentioned n- number five of the essential is the gut microbiome. And we know that um, what's going on in our gut uh, can impact us on a lot of different levels. We've done shows on how it impacts brain function. Yeah. Um, and now and now you're saying that there's a connection with diabetes. So when it comes to that gut microbiome, um, is it probiotics that you recommend uh, to heal that? Um, or, or what are we talking about dietary supplements for that specific issue? Well, it's a good question. And so one of the reasons I'm so big with fiber powder is because there I have a good study where when a, they did, they measured the microbiome in people on a low carb, you know, higher protein fat diet, and they saw negative changes in their microbiome that the cells that produce short chain fatty acids, which is the food for the colon cells, were significantly decreased. Now, uh, so we can do probiotics, but remember, probiotics are a formula of maybe eight you know, probiotics. And there, I do have a formula that is designed for metabolic people, people that have insulin resistance. But when I give them fiber powder, I'm feeding a huge diversification of beneficial bacteria, not just giving those eight into the gut. Now, I may, if, if this person has had a lot of antibiotics, I'll give everybody fiber powder to protect their gastrointestinal tract and actually even make it healthier. But as there are some patients where I do throw in uh, the probiotic as well, particularly if they've had a history of a lot of antibiotics and, uh, you know, they've had uh, struggles with digestive functioning and so forth. And, you know, I, I, I want to talk about your low-carb diabetes association, but before we get to that, um, we talk a lot about sleep on this show. I actually am sleep-obsessed. Ever since my <laughs> cancer diagnosis, yeah. I, I've, I've struggled. Um, but we know the studies show that even a couple of nights of getting six or less hours of sleep can put your body into an insulin resistant state. So we know that there's, there's a, yeah, there's a direct link. How do you get people sleeping without resorting to medications for sleep? Well, you know, there was, there was an even scarier study, a Nahane study from the government that showed if you're getting less than five hours of sleep at night, you're, you have a 235% increased risk of becoming obese. Mm-hmm. Not like a 10% increased risk. So for sleep, one, of course, the main thing is if I have a person who's overweight and they say they snore, they're going to get a sleep study. The very first thing is to, is to check and see, does this patient, if they're struggling with sleep, low energy, do they have sleep apnea? If they have sleep apnea, that must be treated effectively. Mm-hmm. And so we've got to do that. A lot of times with sleep, uh, you know, sometimes if we're, you know, you've got to work with them. Uh, sometimes like I do a lot of sleep hygiene. I have another, like I have all these action plans for each of these essential. And the action plan with sleep is turning almost all the lights off in your house at eight. You know, you're not, you know, uh, you're not, if you're going to watch TV, you, you know, you've got to get off the TV and your computer at least an hour before going to bed. And if you're doing it in the evening, you're wearing like amber glasses or flux or something to block the blue light. 
right. You're not watching. You don't come home from a hard day's work, eat dinner, and then sit to watching violent TV shows where, you know, women are raped and killed and they're trying to find a criminal. That's not going to make you go to bed easy. If you want to want, you know, you can watch humor and you can watch education. You know, we also set up steady sleep times, right? We want mm-hmm. it's a, we want a completely dark room. We, you know, there's so many different ways because Americans have such terrible sleep hygiene habits that you literally have to go through these with patients and walk them through, you know, some ways to get it. They may also, you know, um, your caffeine half-life is six hours. So that means you drink a couple of cups by 10 a.m. So by 6 p.m., half of it's there, but it's it's there. You know, you're, you're, you, and then by 12 p.m., it's still a quarter is in you. There's no law that says I drank it in the morning. It doesn't affect me at night. Yeah, exactly. You know, no. so, and I, I do want to get I do want to get sorry. to the low carb diabetes yeah. association. So we have about a minute left. So okay. tell me about that association. Um, and if is there a website associated with that yes. association? Okay, the, yeah. What, tell tell us about that. So the Low Carb Diabetes Association is a 501c3 education charity that I formed. I have a very good board of multidisciplined physicians and a and a person from the community who has type one. Uh, it was designed to educate patients, caregivers, medical practitioners, businesses and the worldwide community about using comprehensive integrative medicine to prevent and successfully treat all types of diabetes. And because we feel that this is just necessary, people just don't get the information from conventional organizations to really learn and do what they need to, to get their diet, one, to prevent getting diabetes, and two, to really get it under control. Yeah. It, the, so, the website is lowcorpdiabetes.org. .org. Okay. Yes. And what about your work, Dr. Morstein? Do you have a website where people can find your book and uh, more about your work? Yeah, my book is now a bestseller on Amazon. So we're excited about that. It's Master Your Diabetes, a comprehensive integrative approach for both type 1 and type 2 diabetes. Uh, you can find it Morstein. M-O-R-S-T-E-I-N and Master Your Diabetes. It's right there on Amazon. Uh, And my website is azimsolutions.com for Arizona Integrative Medical Solutions, the name of my clinic in Tempe. Perfect. Awesome. Well, this has been a great show. Thank you so much for joining me. And I want to let our listeners know that you should enjoy the rest of your evening. May you experience joy, laughter, and love. It's time to thrive, everyone. Have a great night. 